Good morning. Welcome in to another edition of the College Football Morning Announcements. As always, I'm your host, Nick Shepkowski. A few things to get to today on this Thursday. We're reaching the end of May, almost June, which means college football right around the corner, even if it's not going to be the way that we necessarily always envision it. To start things off today, we're going to have some big news from yesterday in regards to the NCAA and recruiting. But what's to come today? Has Iowa State set the precedent of how college football is going to be viewed from fans in person in 2020. We'll get into that. And something legendary in Big Ten football went away officially on Wednesday. We have to recap that as well. But we start things off today with the NCAA yesterday announcing late in the afternoon, early evening, They're extending the dead period of recruiting through July 31st. Usually, uh, if you're a baseball fan, you associate that with the MLB trade deadline day being July 31st. Instead, this year, July 31st, we are now not going to see any recruiting done in person. No on-campus visits, no coaches flying out uh, cross-country to visit their top-tier recruits. No interactions in person. Instead, we'll all be done virtually, which means there's no summer visits whatsoever this year, which is just kind of crazy to think about because when you look at the recruiting and you look at how all of that goes down, it's the spring games that were all canceled across college football this year. A lot of guys visit those spring games, get a relationship built up with their position coaches or potential position coaches and a head coach there. Scholarship offers are made for underclassmen very often at those type of deals and that's not the case this time around and it was kind of pushed back all right well it'll only be a month or two and now it's going to be uh, another month all right maybe in july things will open up that's not going to be the case as the ncaa has canceled those they've extended the dead period through all of july which i think is they brings up the most interesting point and the most interesting thing Next, when the season does get here, and maybe it's not safe to assume the season gets here, but let's assume the season gets here, and maybe things aren't played in front of big audiences. We'll get to that more in a minute. But if you do play the football games, if there is a season that's had, will recruits be on campus? Or is that unnecessary travel? It's an interesting conversation, I think, to be had because I don't think it's just all one way or all the other. If you're going to fly teams cross-country to play these games, then all right, then what's the harm in bringing in a few handful, dozen or so recruits on a game weekend and having them on your college's campus? But it's just if you're trying to limit, really limit the number of people that are around this, I can see where there's going to be an argument of, oh, it's unnecessary travel. It's unnecessary to put a 16 or 17-year-old in harm's way to do such a thing. So I think that that's the next step of of the recruiting side of it. And when you get to see those that dead period be lifted, because I don't think it's a guarantee that it's just going to be, okay, well, football season's here and the recruits are going to, are, are going to show up. I have a feeling that there's going to be a little bit more of a, more of a back and forth before that gets okayed. And I think it could mean for a very interesting fall in terms of the recruiting as well, as we've already seen this year, the amount of players committing to schools without making visits and now decommitting from schools because they weren't able to get those visits and finding 
making commitments elsewhere because of it. It's, it's an interesting time in terms of college football recruiting especially, but it does play into the other sports as well, mainly basketball, men's, and women's also. Uh, season tickets at Iowa State. That's the only way you can get to an Iowa State game this year. Their stadium holds roughly 61,000 people. They're going to make 30,000 or so season tickets available, be at half capacity, and that's the only tickets they're going to sell all year. And assuming they sell out their season ticket share, which they think they're going to do, they're only a few thousand away from it already, that's the only way you're going to be able to get into a college football game at Iowa State this season. And I think they're the first ones that have done it. But I think they're the first of many that are going to do such a thing in this regards. You've seen Jack Swarbrick talk about it. You've heard uh, Father Jenkins at Notre Dame, their president, talk about it as well. Of, well they're not going to perform. We're not going to play in front of full crowds this year. What's capacity going to be? And I, I, I'd be curious. I mean, just thinking of college football stadiums I've been in, and if social distancing is really the what you're trying to get across – Every college stadium I've ever sat in the stands of, it's not like, okay, you're at half capacity and you're practicing social distancing. You're jammed in like sardines for the most part. You're jammed in and you're shoulder to shoulder and on top of each other pretty much. So you eliminate half the seats and, okay, well, you're not bumping into each other, but by no means are you staying very far away from anyone either. And are you gonna like? Are you gonna tell fans that they can't high five when they enter a game? Are you gonna tell fans that they can't? They might have to wear a mask, but it just it's there's a lot, a lot, a lot of gray area here, and maybe Iowa State's onto something of the half capacity. I don't know if half capacity is gonna do the job either in terms of in terms of getting across what they're trying to get across of promoting safety. I think it's just a kind of an arbitrary number that's thrown out there. All right, 50% capacity. That'll be safe then. Well, will it? Because it really, if you've ever kind of just sat in any college football stadium, you know the 50% capacity, you're still, if someone's sitting every other seat in those places, you're still very much in each other's personal space a, a good amount there. So I, I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of an arbitrary number that's thrown out of, all right, 50% capacity. That's what Iowa State's doing. I would be surprised if other teams don't fall in line and do something similar, though, in regards to the way their tickets are sold, the amount of tickets that they have sold for their seasons. Finally, in the Big Ten last night or yesterday afternoon, we said goodbye to something very legendary, at least over the last couple of years. Don't know if you saw it on the Illinois football Twitter account, but Lovey Smith has shaved his iconic beard. He hasn't been known for winning a whole heck of a lot down at Illinois since he took over that job a few years back. Sure, they upset a top 10 Wisconsin team this past year. Huge win for their team and a huge win for that program. Went to a bowl game this past season. But if you associate anything with Lovey Smith's run at Illinois, I think most people will say, oh, he's the guy with the beard. Yeah, his beard. Not so much about the winning that's been done on a football field, but Lovey Smith's beard officially gone. And even though I watched Lovey Smith coach the Bears here just outside Chicago for years and years and years, it still has just been ingrained in you. You see Lovey for the last couple of years with this nasty-looking beard thing on his face, and you see it gone, and it's like, oh, God, I forgot what his face actually looked like. And it's just weird to see that part of it. 
That'll do it for this edition of the College Football Morning Announcements. I'm Nick Shepkowski. As always, be sure to check out fightingirishwire.usatoday.com for plenty of information in regards to those three stories that we talked about and a big basketball rivalry will be renewed. More on that to come today. On the College Football Morning Announcements, be sure to check out fightingirishwire.usatoday.com.